Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Alien Movie Month, week four, brings us yet another kind of alien movie. Another yeah. sort of classic <laughs> version of an alien movie. Mm-hmm. If it's not an invasion movie, if it's not a spooky alien movie, if it's not a... Kid, <sighs> kid finds... Yeah, if it's not a kid finds an alien movie. I was going to say if it's not a kid's alien movie, but this kind of is a kid's alien movie, too. Kind of. Just because, like, I mean, there's it's... there's parts of it that I could not fathom an adult enjoying. <laughs> and then there's other parts that I can't imagine a kid understanding at all. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I understand, you know, you put stuff in kids' movies for the adults to laugh at. But, like, th- overall, it just seems like there's a lot to it that these mm-hmm. kids really aren't going to understand yeah. in the slightest, <laughs> which makes it kind of strange. <laughs> but this one is the classic alien takes on the form of a human being in order to fraternize with people <laughs> and like learn what life on earth is like mm-hmm. and all that kind of jibber jab nonsense <laughs> kind of stuff. That is the type of movie that we are dealing with today. <laughs> and who boy, it is one of those movies. It, it really uh, is. Yeah. I, this one, I feel like if you know anything about movies, like, as soon as you start watching it, you're like, I know what decade this is from immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately. And, like, that might not seem impressive, but, like, it feels so fucking 90s. Oh, yeah. In everything that it is and does. <laughs> <laughs> that it's it's remarkable, almost. Yeah. It's very 90s. If nothing else, which it is a lot of other things. <laughs> but yes. it is quintessential yes. 90s oh my goodness uh so we may as well jump into the movie that we're talking about for this week which is the 1999 getting in right under the deadline 1999 american science fiction comedy film my favorite martian <laughs> uh that's the kind of movie this feels like this feels like mm-hmm. one of those movies that has one of those trailers like tim o'hara was just your regular guy <laughs> until one day he met a wacky alien played by christopher lloyd like that's <laughs> i if, if that's not the trailer to this movie i would be shocked me too you know actually, like th- yeah. that is <laughs> what kind of movie this is it's that movie <laughs> um, uh, and it's also one of those ones where it's like the huge, like the the knowledge gap between generations <laughs> of like, you know, my favorite Martian, like that sitcom mm-hmm. from the 60s. Guys, you remember that? It's like none of the kids no. know what the fuck my favorite Martian is. I like, didn't know that it was a sitcom in the 60s before, <laughs> like reading something about this movie. Yeah, exactly. Like there's nothing to necessarily tip you off about that mm-hmm. other than the fact that the guy i mean really the, it, it's more the other way it's like once you learn that it's a show from the 60s <laughs> then suddenly things start making sense of like oh that old guy who's also a martian and says that his mission started in 1963 oh he's the guy he's from the old show yeah he's the original martian okay now i see really? how it ties. yeah oh, he's the guy cool. who plays uncle martin <laughs> in the original show that's fun. Yeah, but again, something <laughs> that we would never know sitting down and watching it in the first place, let mm-hmm. alone in 1999 when we were children. <laughs> so, like, who is this for? <laughs> like, it's for the adults, but it's also for the kids. Like, I understand the, like, <clears throat> attempt to 
market it that way of like, yeah. well, you get the parents' attention by making it a thing you saw once. Mm -hmm. And you get the kids' attention by making it like big and loud and full of special effects and goofy faces and shit. Yeah, and it's bright. Yeah, and it's and it's got that like that kind of score all throughout the whole movie practically. Um it was <laughs> oh, fantastic. It was ridiculous. Um what I love too is that like it's got like the barest of plots mm -hmm. about what's really going on here in this movie. Uh, so much so that IMDb is hardly any help. It is <laughs> it is one of the it is the most it is the simplest IMDb uh, synopsis I think we've ever had. Oh, it's so funny to me because it's like, <laughs> yeah, uh huh, pretty much <clears throat> on IMDb. <clears throat> this movie is described as. A Martian lands on Earth and makes friends with a reporter. Anyway, so that's... Technically, he's a producer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess he, technically he is a producer. <laughs> um, it's just so funny that, like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh -huh. Like, there's no overarching thing. People aren't, like, people are after the alien, but it's not like they were chased here by something, uh, at least that we ever know. Yeah. You know, the movie starts with, like, oh, we're waiting for a comet. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, hey, that comet's changing direction and coming towards Earth. And then the alien crashes, and we don't ever know why. Yeah. It just does. And Tim happens to see it, and then... He uh, he gets tricked into like not thinking it really happened or whatever because it like he they shrink the ship and make it tiny yeah so he like huh what the heck this isn't what I saw well that was weird and then he just like puts it in his trunk or some shit for the Martian to then like follow him and, no, <laughs> and jump ship, into his trunk the ship went into his back seat Martin oh, went alien. in the trunk I have some notes but like they're not. Uh, they're they're sort of sparse, so I forget exactly how like the things happen in between. Have, but like, I have, yeah, that's a, a decent list there. But like, okay, so 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 there's Jeff Daniels, mm -hmm. and he works for the news or whatever. Mm -hmm. He produces the news. He has the boss above him, who's <laughs> that fucking guy well, whose name I always forget. Michael Lerner plays the like head of the what station or whatever. Yeah. And he has a daughter who inexplicably is Elizabeth Hurley. No, 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 no. Don't give me the <laughs> it is explicable. I know that it's explicable. <laughs> what I'm wondering is that did they put the line in that, oh, I didn't send her to all those fancy English boarding schools because they hired Elizabeth Hurley? And they were like, oh, shit. She's the daughter of this American broadcasting guy. <laughs> How does she have a British accent? Can we ask Elizabeth Hurley to do an, an American accent? Probably not. I don't think so. So uh, she went to English boarding school. Yep. That's why she's British. What a silly script conceit. I couldn't believe that. I, like yeah. When I heard that, I was like, English boarding schools? I know Hurley's in this movie. No, <laughs> no, and then it turns out, yeah, they want us to buy that. Yeah, super ridiculous. I mean, if she went to English boarding school, like for all of school, that's spending a lot of time in England. You'd expect her to have a British accent, do you? I would. <laughs> I went to Florida for 10 days and couldn't get rid of my accent for a week. <laughs> I mean, I guess it just it was ridiculous. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been English boarding schools. It would have just been boarding school if mm -hmm. it wasn't Liz Hurley. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, essentially. Oh, oh no. I'm assuming Absolutely. the original script just said boarding school. 
And then they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, British. There we go. We're good. It's all good, guys. We We, figured it out. We fixed it. On the fly. (laughs) This movie definitely kind of feels like it was made on the fly. A little bit, Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, he sort of screws up and, like, he kind of barely screws up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's producing the segment that she is hosting. And her name is Brace for some reason. And I did not understand that for the life of me. I have never heard that as a name. Brace. Ever in my life. Not Grace. No. Brace. B. B B-R-A-C-E. Brace. But, like, I don't even remember. It's like he says something to her through her, like, headpiece, and she says the wrong thing? What was it that happened? Okay, so she's a dimwit and just mimics everything that he says into the microphone. Yes. He said, God, you're so beautiful. Oh, that's right. With his thumb still on the microphone button. And so she turned and looked at Scully, right? No, it's it looks like Scully, but it's not Scully. I think it's (laughs) it's there's a similar guy. He's too he's too young. He's too old. He is he is Jerry from ER. There you go. Yeah, that's yep. They I the previous generation Scully. Exactly, exactly. The 90s Scully. Precisely. If Brooklyn Nine-Nine came out in the 90s, if it started in 1999, this guy would be Scully. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, she says it to to him, um, which is like so not a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Turning and saying to like the subject of your thing, even though it's not about being beautiful, Mm -hmm. but just like, just. What is it? What? It's a, it's a compliment. Yeah. It's not like you swore or like said something that like was like sexually suggestive. Yeah. Or something goofy like, like that. It's later just later saying... where she's talking about contraception and yeah, yeah. And he's like, preconception, preconception. Yeah, that whole thing. It's like okay, she's dumb and she just misunderstands stuff, or or basically it has the Ron Burgundy syndrome, where like if you put it on the prompter, he'll read it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that kind of uh, kind of issue. Yeah. But like it wasn't that bad. And so, like, the immediacy at which he is fired is insane to me. What? You know what I mean? Like, he goes home, like, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the whole spaceship thing is going on, too, at this point. But he's, like, he's basically just like, oh, my God, that was really dumb. And then he lays down. His phone rings. His answering machine goes. And his boss is just like, by the way, you're fired. And then hangs up. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. Seriously? That's enough? Like, that must mean he has, like, a whole host of other issues that mm-hmm. have already been brought up. <laughs> and this is like, you are on fucking strike three, Tim. Right? If you get one more, even tiny thing wrong, you are fucking fired. Because <laughs> um, there is that whole like awkward setup thing at the beginning where uh, uh, the boss originally puts Brace on with some other producer. And he's like, oh, but, uh, you know, she and I, we're such a, we're so, uh... and he's like, you're so what, Tim? Me and my daughter, you're so what? He had to make sure to say, and my daughter, so mm-hmm. we understood that it was his daughter. Yeah. Uh, but, like, he's like, oh, uh, nothing anyway. And he's like, all right, fine. But he, he talks him into it, and that's obviously how he gets the thing that goes wrong and blah, blah, blah. What's so funny to me, though, is that, like, very shortly after that, we find out that it's like, yeah, they've never been on a date. They're not an item. No. She doesn't even seem to like him. She's, like, really vapid and, and airheaded and shitty. And really only you know, likes like, herself. Yeah, kind of just a dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, there's, like, it's, it's a shame that it's so obvious from the beginning that it's, like, your friend Lizzie. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She's amazing. She's Daryl mm-hmm. Hannah, and she's great, and she seems to care. And it's just, like, that classic awful 
comedy movie thing where it's just like, oh, he loves the girl because she's the pretty one. Mm -hmm. Even though she's like objectively horrible. Yeah. You know, and it's like, there's no, (laughs) come on, man. You're not even trying. Like if they gave her even like a slight ounce of likability, you could be like, well, I get it. It's Liz Hurley. It's 90s Liz Hurley. (laughs) This is pretty top notch stuff here. But like if they're just completely terrible, it's like, eh, never mind. Yeah, but it since it ta- it takes him forever to figure that out, and you're just like, God, this Tim guy is kind of a dunce. Yeah, if he's... if this is really the the game he's playing here, is like, oh, I want to be with her because she's the pretty lady. It's like, yeah. but she's dumb and she can't do the job right. Seriously, like, just look at her track record. <laughs> yeah, like I can only imagine that every other fucking report of hers is riddled with stuff like this. Oh yeah. But he's immediately fired. <clears throat> totally ridiculous. Uh, what I find hysterical, though, is that this movie is that, like, like we were saying earlier, the whole, like, oh, his life gets turned upside down by this crazy alien who you know, comes into his life. And it does. Yeah. Because, you know, all sorts of zaniness ensues because of what's happening here. It's just that towards the end of the movie, when they're having their, like, standard movie fight, mm-hmm. you know, him and Martin, about, like, what's going on here? He says something about like, oh, my life's been nothing but terrible since you showed up. And I was like, you got fired before you even knew Martin was there. Yeah. Your life was already kind of in the shitter. You can't blame Martin for that. (laughs) He didn't make you get fired. No. You know, if that was part of it, that might be something where it's like, you don't even understand what you did, you dumb alien asshole. Like, you got me fired. Like, I don't understand firing. How could he light you on fire? Derp, 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 alien (laughs) jokes. You know, but like, no, no, no. That's not, he has nothing to do with it. Yeah. He kind of doesn't give a shit about (laughs) Tim's job (laughs) or anything like that. He doesn't really kind of care about his life. No. He's just like, you're here. And he kind of looks at him like a pet. A little bit. There there was one (laughs) moment that he like turned to Tim and was like, I'm sure your life has been a mess since I've gotten here. Mm-hmm. And like was like a really heartfelt, genuine, like, thank you. Yeah. I was like, oh, huh. that was long overdue because yeah. that was towards the end. Right. Yeah. I, that, from what I remember. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> something like it's just God, it's so, 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 so silly. Uh, and especially the <laughs> just the powers that this fucking guy has. It's so crazy because I was reading about how in the, in the in the original show it was like he could turn invisible, mm-hmm. he could uh, like read people's minds, and he could levitate, and that's it. Okay. And it was the '60s, so you don't really expect that he could do too much more, right? Because like, what are they going to do with the special effects? It's not going to work. Yeah. But like in the movie, he just he does everything. He can do anything. Mm-hmm. He can just turn into people. He yep. can you know he has the the like. <laughs> He can Matilda shit around. Yeah, he can just throw shit wherever he wants to. He has talking clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. That was. <laughs> I'm terrible with just voices, but uh-huh. that was Jason Alexander, right? No. No? No, you were oh my God. a right TV show, wrong uh, character. It was Wayne oh, Knight. Oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> You're close. You're very uh. close. Sort of dumpy white guys from Seinfeld. There's, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was right there. It, you're in the, yeah. you're totally in that ballpark. But that was something that felt insanely '90s to me. Was the idea of like we are going to have a talking thing. Yeah, he needs a, a sidekick, like a CGI talking thing, and it's gonna be Wayne Knight. <laughs> like that. That felt like a very 
90s choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because isn't he, he's in, uh, he's in like Toy Hercules Story. or something, I think, in Toy Story. He's, he does those voices mm-hmm. a lot and it feels like, oh yeah. And he was also, even though in person, he was in Space Jam too, which. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> you know, like. Oh man. <laughs> he's got, he's got a voice for like zany antics. Mm-hmm. So him being this, the, the suit named Zoot was like. Both like super '90s and obvious, mm-hmm. like oh, of course, suit suit, <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, and and just Wayne Knight being the voice in general, of course. But also, <laughs> it could have been so much worse with the wrong '90s choice. Oh, like, yeah. Like I could, I, I was like really thankful that I was like, mm-hmm. well, at least it's Wayne Knight, and I love Wayne Knight, mm-hmm. and I really can't get tired of him. Yeah. Like, thank God, it's not like. <laughs> Pauly Shore <laughs> or like Carrot Top or Andy something. Dick. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Like that stuff would be unbearable. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's like, okay, Wayne Knight, 100%. I'm on board <laughs> with the Wayne Knight of it all. <laughs> Close talking and being like anthropomorphic on their own. Yeah, and like doing weird, but... doing nasty things to people. That was so strange. The scene where he basically just like sexually assaults that lady. In the changing room. Yeah. Zoot, where it's just, just like. smacks her ass <clears throat> twice. Yeah, like she says something about like what a terrible suit he is, I think. Just like and he tacky gets like, or something. Yeah, and yeah. he gets really insulted. And so he spanks her mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. And then as she's leaving, he's like, see you later, spanky. Just the most like confused and terrified expression on her face. Because she's like, I felt slaps. Mm-hmm. I turned around. Nobody's there. Yeah. I come out and I close the door behind me and I hear a voice talking about spanking me yeah like that lady's never the same no she she quit she walked from the changing room to the boss's office and quit and left but yeah that that was strange from zoot mm-hmm. uh and then there, there was all the like weird stuff later where like they they like <laughs> where they take a thing like if you have a thing a living thing mm-hmm. that is like weird and out of the ordinary and then you have to like match what that thing is with the kind of items it would use to like get itself fucked up. You know, those <laughs> jokes that they do. Like, I can't think of any other specific ones, but it's just like, well, he's clothes. Yeah. So his drinks are like tied. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and laundry <laughs> detergent and shit. <clears throat> it would be like if there was like a dishwasher character. Yeah. And he just started fucking it's, chugging dish soap or it's something. It's like when Beta Max lost his charge. Yes. You know, <laughs> he just has to let the battery drain and then he gets all goofy. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's it's in that vein. Um, but like there's something so like kind of just paint by numbers about that idea where it's like, mm-hmm. all right. And then he's kind of like he's a rascal, this suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? He likes to he likes to talk crazy shit and like threaten fights and stuff like he's like i feel like he's always like come on i'll take you <laughs> you know and like he's, he's got this attitude and he's like you are a, i don't understand what you are you're like a piece of clothing but you're also a piece of technology like you can go in the dishwasher or the you can go in the, <laughs> the clothes washer mm-hmm. uh and it doesn't like damage you at all you in fact love it yeah it's like your favorite thing <laughs> like and you like the detergent a lot like this is is a this, strange thing. I don't understand this, what you are. Is the washing machine like a vibrating bed? <laughs> or like a jacuzzi. You know, Maybe. like that's that's I, what I feel like that was supposed to be. Like he's in a jacuzzi drinking and stuff. Like that's yeah, what that felt okay. like. But either way, it was like. <laughs> that's what? more family friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, what are you? Like, are you a piece of technology that is on 
Or are you like a sentient being that is alive? I have no clue. There's no real way to tell because this is another one of those ones where it's like, oh, there's nothing. There's no explanation about where this guy comes from specifically. Like, obviously, other than Mars. And there's that brief thing at the beginning that shows like, oh, there's this like Martian life that we just don't see. Mm -hmm. But like, they they don't ever go like, and then back when I was there and a flashback to like Martian childhood or something. Like, you don't get any (laughs) of that junk. So it's really just like, so he's a fucking alien and he crashed on Earth for some reason. We don't even know. And now, as usual, the government is after the alien. Of course. <laughs> and the people who have, like, found him. Uh, this time it's Wallace Shawn as, like, the bad guy. <laughs> which, which like, I thought he was the secondary bad guy at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seemed to me like he was the, like, scientist, the, like, wormy, weasley scientist mm-hmm. who is doing the dirty work, like, the actual scientific work to find the alien and then the other guy who turns out to be the other Martian, <laughs> he seemed like, and like, and I'm the, the head of everything here in mm-hmm. my black suit and sunglasses. And we'll find that alien and do some terrible shit to him or something, whatever my plan <laughs> is. But then like halfway through, you kind of stop seeing that guy yeah. for most of it. And it's just Wallace Shawn and he's in charge and he wants the alien and everything. And you're like, oh, okay. So I guess... He's the bad guy, but he's Wallace Shawn. <laughs> he's fucking Rex from Toy Story. Like, I can't hear that voice and think anything other than, like, doofus. Right. You know, like, he uh, is, even if he's a bad guy, like, even, you know, take his, like, famous role in, in Princess Bride. Like, he's a bad guy, and he's, but he's he's silly. He's yeah. Wallace Shawn. There's, no, <laughs> there's nothing else you can do about that. So I was like, so he's our big bad. So we, there's really not a bad guy. No, you know, like he's just silly and goofy. Like it never, whenever it comes to him or, you know, goes to a scene with him or they're getting trapped by him. I'm never like, Oh no. Yeah. Right. I'm like, Oh, how is he going to bumble this one? Mm-hmm. Like you just know, he's not going to do anything. It's, he bumbles <laughs> his way through the entire movie. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it would be like making the bad guy, Rick Moranis. Right. You know, where it's like, I mean, he can be great because mm-hmm. I love Wallace Shawn. It's just like, I'm never going to feel like he's going to get the upper hand on our yeah. heroes. He's just not intimidating. You know? Yeah. Like he's, he's dark helmet. It's <laughs> <laughs> like they make him the bad guy as a joke in space balls because it's like it's rick moranis yeah how could he be the fucking bad guy come on it's the silliest thing in the world that he's the bad guy it takes a while for the ticking clock of the end of the movie to even really get introduced to us Mm -hmm. you know it's like he crashed and now he's an alien and he's in human form and tim's gonna like walk him around and he's gonna like secretly take footage the whole time yeah as though he's gonna run some kind of like i know about aliens expose which like never really felt like he was going to follow through with. It's no. like, come on, you're you're the good guy in yeah. this movie, and he's your sort of friend. You're bonding. Yeah, he's your <laughs> he's your alien buddy. Like it's my favorite Martian. Not yeah. like, <laughs> you know, not whatever the opposite of that would be. Uh, but you know, it's it never felt like he was really going to do it. And, that, and really, what I was waiting for was the time where Martin was going to like find out about it mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you were going to betray me. And, you know, make another silly face or whatever. But that part never comes to be. Nope. He kind of never knows that that Tim was sort of going to betray him, kind of. Yeah, not you until know? Tim tells him. Yeah, but like it, it, does, it's, it doesn't happen the way that you kind of imagine it would, where he like stumbles on it. And it's yeah. like, oh, oh, no, I wasn't like, oh. Zoot, we're out of here. That kind of thing. <laughs> um, but like, he's just looking for shit. They're just like, we're going to go to the store. 
You're going to look for your shit to try to fix your ship. Yep. Kind of just hanging out. We're going to go clothes shopping so you can wear some other clothes. Mm -hmm. That's really it. You're going to discover ice cream. Yep. You're going to go fuck nuts bananas about ice cream (laughs) and like reveal all of your powers to many people. Right. And then later get all uppity to Tim about like, we need to be safe. And it's like, what the fuck were you doing in the ice cream (laughs) shop, dude? Everybody saw you. Like you were so ice cream drunk that he was just like, my judgment, it was impaired. (laughs) That's what it seemed like. (sighs) Did you see his stomachs? (laughs) God, that was that was like what that that's super disturbing. The like prosthetic, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like overly huge gut. Like, no way he could have done that, really, kind of thing. Like, oh, that's sort of horrific yeah less than funny like Mm. that shit works in a cartoon yeah does not really work in the real world without (laughs) it being like oh god gross yeah like that's Mm. you're gonna die (laughs) like that is that is moments before death like that doesn't happen to a normal healthy person (laughs) (laughs) um and then eventually while he's like fixing the ship he finds that thing that like pops down and it kind of looks like the thing that the predator has in his arm, but the, the, like the <laughs> thing that, you know, comes down and is, mm. is the, what do you call it? The, the spaceship safety feature or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, it's just the self-destruct device. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if this thing crash lands on a, on an alien planet and is there for too long, it'll just fucking blow itself up. Yeah. So that the technology can't get into the hands of the wrong people. Right. Or beings. So what I was wondering, I don't know if they really explain it. Like, is it meant, is it supposed to be that it's going to like destroy a lot of the earth or is it just like, oh shit. And then we won't have anything for Martin to go home in. Well, that and the like surrounding area, like it's going to blow up. So it's not going to be like, but I mean, like, could they like take it to the woods and just huck it off into the woods? And then be like, shrink it and huck it. Yeah, just shrink it and huck it. And it's like, hey, if a moose takes it in the face, what are we gonna do? What are we (laughs) gonna do? Yeah, sorry, moose. You're okay. It's all right, bud. Like, I mean, truthfully though, like, I, I don't, I, I don't know. But yeah, and it turns out that all he needs is a fucking alternator. Yeah, (laughs) which he should have figured out earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, there were, like I said, there were other moments where I was like, you fucking use 100 percent of your brains, but you can't figure out that like slobbery licking of faces is not an actual Earth custom. You he know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, use huh. your brain, figure it out, watch some TV <laughs> for like two seconds. If you use a hundred percent of your brain and you watch like five minutes of a sitcom, you will know how humans interact, <laughs> for, at, at least in a base level. Yeah, you know, so like you would understand that, like, yeah, maybe you don't just like suck on their faces <laughs> with your face, like as much as Mrs. Brown seems to like it, mm-hmm. it's still a weird way to go about it, yeah. especially when you're pretending to be Tim. Mm-hmm. And you show your dick to Lizzie, yeah. <laughs> which is, of course, played as like, oh, silly madoodle, <laughs> yeah. even though it's like, guys, it's weird that he's like, essentially is like, come over. Yeah. And then she comes over and it's like, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's fucked up. That was that was the first time when she just showed up. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but still, I guess the idea of like, come just- and answer the door. It's your friend Lizzie. Like, all right. Here we go. Like, that's, I mean, it it just, it causes trouble for Tim in ways that it should cause way more trouble. Yeah. (laughs) But I guess it doesn't. Uh, 90s. Yeah. I mean, the fact that that she's like super jazzed afterwards, when after after he like face sucks on her as like (laughs) in his attempt to kiss, 
You know, that's I thought that was so strange was that she strange. leaves and like slides down the banister and has this like mm, kind of look on her face. I'm like, what the what did that go exactly how you hoped it would? <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna show up, he's gonna be naked, he's gonna step out of the room for a second, and then come back in, say some weird shit, suck on my face, and then tell me to leave. This is what girls dream of. Yeah. <laughs> like, if Clearly. so, more power to you, I guess, Lizzie. I guess it's just weird that two of the women in his life enjoy that. I mean... <laughs> Both I, his landlord and his friend Lizzie. I think Mrs. Brown is a holdover from the show. I think that's one of the things from the show was that, like, he had a landlord who was always on his case and his Uncle Martin would maybe get him in trouble. Mm-hmm. So they, like, you know, ported her over to the story as well. Yeah. Even though in the end, again, she doesn't really have all... The, the biggest thing she does is that she takes the ship thinking that it's for the rummage sale mm-hmm. like it shrinks down and is tiny so she grabs it because she thinks it's a toy and she takes it yeah and then the- they sort of easily get it back yeah so it's not even that huge of a thing but like there's no like oh and she sees him as a real alien or like oh god we need to do something about crazy mrs brown or I anything mean- like that she's just like i really like this this alien man he's really <laughs> handsome and my husband died a while ago so you know <laughs> i thought that was weird too yeah but they only got the shit back from her after driving through the tunnels in someone's toilet. Oh, God. I mean, I remembered that. I just forgot the <laughs> I forgot the sequence of how everything went. Because, yeah, that <laughs> whole thing was absolutely ridiculous. That felt like that was supposed to be the huge, like, effects mm-hmm. ending to the movie. You know what I mean? Like, if you reading it in the script, you could almost imagine they write, like, it's like in Men in Black when they hit the red button. And fucking, you know, you're driving all, and it's super this whole big crazy sequence, except ours is that it shrinks down. Mm-hmm. So you drive through the sewers, and it's like, I mean, kind of gross, but okay. And then it's like, yeah, and then at the end of the sequence, they pull up into somebody's toilet where this big fat guy who ate four burritos is about to take a giant shit. And you're mm-hmm. like, what? what? <laughs> Can we take this ending anywhere else? Yeah. And they're like, nope, we already paid for the special <laughs> effects. This is the only way that it can go. Like, oh, shit. Yep. That the fat guy's already been paid. Yeah, like we already got the fat guy. <laughs> we found the man willing to debase himself and say these lines on screen. And, like, then, it's... <laughs> and then for a moment, almost show his bare ass. Yeah, almost. it's very close. Like it's... You know that he did show it and oh, they yeah. just cut oh, yeah. for the movie. So I feel he... bad for everyone there. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing was just... Super weird and awkward. Then they (laughs) blast out of the bathroom in the full-size car because they, like, resize it back to to bigness and just, like, crash through the house with Mm -hmm. the dude on the hood Mm -hmm. and just, like, fling him out of his own house. Yeah, somehow don't run over his wife. Yeah, drive past his wife who doesn't notice. Yeah. Like, the joke is that she doesn't realize that this is happening. And I'm like... I don't get the joke. Like, their lives are so boring. diarrhea. Yeah, this is normal for him. Like, that's normally how it goes in the bathroom. Yeah. The the, the ending of it with Brace is they kidnap her or they, like, tie her up and have Martin become her Mm -hmm. using his magical powers. Yeah. And to go on air to do what? Brace was supposed to be going on air with the footage of Martin she stole from Tim. That's right. That's right. Her and her and Wallace Shawn team up. Right. Which seems like the most unlikely of duos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She steals 
She pretends to seduce Tim mm-hmm. to steal the tape while Martin is literally falling apart. Yeah. Like his body is falling to pieces and, and Tim is like stashing in places. I like that sequence for the effects. Yeah. I thought they were decent and I liked the like, I thought they were pretty well done with the whole like moving his head mm-hmm. from place to place and then it clearly actually being Christopher Lloyd's head just, you know, built into a set somehow. Like, yeah. that was fun stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she steals the the tape that Tim had made and he sh- they're going to air it on the news Mm -hmm. but their big thing is just that they're going to replace it with other footage yeah and have martin be brace and like screw it up essentially Mm -hmm. uh well they're gonna play they switched out the tapes for the tape of her messing up at the like old people tanning contest or whatever right like her saying the wrong word and then them not saying cut and so she's then like smoking on air and <laughs> you know like right uh god the, the whole the whole cigarette thing i thought was a hilarious little like side plot thing that was just <laughs> so ridiculous because like for one the fact that she shows up at the crash site at the beginning is ridiculous mm-hmm. like tim is driving alone and sees the ship crash and then goes to check it out on the beach mm-hmm. and then brace just shows up yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you even doing here? Were you following him? And she's so self-centered that she almost hits him and blames him. Yeah. She's it's- terrible. But she's like she lights a cigarette on the beach and then at when 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 she's done, doesn't realize that the Martian is like behind her and just flicks it into his eye. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like, oh my god. <laughs> Lady. Uh, and then that falls to the ground, and then the alien like goos on it. Yeah. And then, and then when Wallace Shawn shows up later, he's like, "This fucking cigarette has alien goo on it. I want you to get the fingerprints off this cigarette I and guess. tell me whose it is." Yeah. And I'm like, "You don't understand how people hold cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't use their fingertips. <laughs> like the likelihood that you are going to get a print off of this yeah. is low. It'd be Very better low. if it was a joint." Because at least that you're pinching between your fingers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or if you were like, get a DNA test. Yeah. Of all the saliva on here, whether it be alien or human. Like it would be more, it would make more sense if they just tried to get, find out what alien goo was on here. And in the process, found out that the DNA was from her. Mm-hmm. That would make exactly as much sense as fingerprinting a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> to find out whose it was. But then they like come to get her and like kidnap her. Mm-hmm. And ask her, like, they're like, you must be the alien, you know? And it was like, do you not do research into the people that you are following? Don't you know who she is? Right. Like, that she is the daughter of this man and has been living, presumably, under his care for the last however many years, you know? Because I don't know how old she's supposed to be. She's Elizabeth Hurley in 1999. So, like, to me, she looks like she should be in her 30s. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to say that she's in her 20s or, like, just got out of college or I don't know exactly how they're playing it. 99 Elizabeth Hurley. She's anywhere from 20 to (laughs) 28. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) But, like, you don't know that that's her? Yeah. And that she's, you know, a, a human who's lived on this earth for a long time. Like, you didn't do any more research into that. Like, you have her fingerprint, mm-hmm. but you didn't put it together that she's probably not an alien. That's weird. That's yeah. a weird thing. Like, unless you're already suspecting that this alien is a shapeshifter, you know, and is, like, hiding under Brace's identity. Yeah. Which you're wrong about until later, but then you're not asking the right questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Zoot accidentally kidnaps Lizzie 
yeah. like scares her into the ship yeah. that then gets shrunken down and like taken by the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Zoot, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like in the end, it turns out to, to be like a good thing because they take the ship. And then when Tim is being held hostage by the bad guys, he like inexplicably gets that bad guy to do his bidding. Yeah. I don't know what that was supposed to be. He's literally, he's just like, take that thing. The guy's like, oh, this thing over here? Yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah, oh, he's, thing. he's pointing at something. Yeah, like, take the thing and do the thing. Yeah. And then he's so like, he's oh, like, so do the thing. It, click uh, yeah, click the thing. And it's like, why are you listening to the prisoner? Yeah, right. Why are you doing what he's telling you? Especially when he's, like, grinning as widely as he is. Like, it's clearly a ploy. <laughs> you are falling for something here. You should be able to pick up on that. <laughs> like, you should be like, this is dumb. What I'm doing is dumb. Mm-hmm. I should not do the things the prisoner is telling me to do. Something tells me it's not in my best interest. Right. Probably his. Yeah. My assumption. <laughs> I don't know. Super silly, but then that makes the ship big again. Yeah. And then now Zoot and Lizzie are also normal size again. But now Lizzie's there and mm-hmm. can you know take part in that finale and everything and use the this movie's version of the little red button. Because in yeah. Men in Black, it's like, don't ever use a little red button. You don't ever push that button, son. And then yeah. at the end, they're like, we got to use it. Yeah. So in this one, it was like, oh, there's this ball of gum. This, the, the weird gum shit that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Martian uh, gum. Yeah, that <clears throat> Martin uses to turn from a Martian into a human. And all these other gums that turn you into other shit. Mm-hmm. And there's the, like, Xenox 5 gum <laughs> that you're not supposed to chew ever. Don't ever do it. And then they're like, we got to use it mm-hmm. and make Lizzie eat it. And it turns her into this giant green monster wearing yeah. a sundress. Yep. It was adorable. <laughs> and the, like sneakers that its feet are busting out of. <laughs> I was like, it's not great effects, mm-hmm. but this design is hilarious. <laughs> I love that it's wearing her clothes. There's something so funny about it. Uh, but it is kind of just like a big, dumb, loud ending of like, and then it's a monster and yeah. she like beats up the bad guys. And no, she ate a dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lizzie ate a dude like she, and then she turned and then back, she into, turned a back a into a person and it's like like do you still have that like he like you ate that person full-sized man wearing clothes where is where, that in where your are being their clothes? now where are his bones Lizzie where are his bones <laughs> explain Lizzie <laughs> I mean really I guess we should be asking Martin to Martin, explain <laughs> Zoot Somebody, explain. Zoot god damn it you explain yourself I mean Zoot gets shot twice and has like a whole sequence of like ah, oh god and I'm like you're a piece of clothing you're not living right <laughs> why should we care if he got shot I don't know like at first I thought it was like just for jokes but then yeah. they're like seriously like no Zoot I was like, guys, this it's, it's close. What are we doing no, here? I know that it was Wayne Knight and all, but guys. Uh, but th- that the whole newsroom nonsense going on where she, where Martin is brace and they run the wrong tape and, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Whatever his name is, Mr. Channing is all crazy. Like, ah, what's happening? And like all that nonsense. <laughs> I, I just wrote down like, why is the fired man allowed in the studio? Tim is fired. No one was paying attention. But he's the one who tells people to do shit. He's like, oh, this is the new tape. This is the tape we need to use. This is that. And I'm like, why is anybody listening to Tim? He is fired. The guy that was like putting the tapes in, he had no reason not to trust Tim because he was the one that like started producing braces stuff after Tim was fired. I mean, yes, but he's also fired. Right, but like, (laughs) they know that it was just a stupid little mistake and that it's Brace's fault for being a dimwit. 
<laughs> so they're still on Tim's side. I guess. It's just like 90s. Come on. You really mm-hmm. people could just waltz in and out of news stations even after they've been fired? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think you could just go back like that. At least get I mean, all the way to the studio. Like, you could probably get in the front door and walk up to the receptionist, and they'd be like, oh, hey, it's Tim. Yeah. We're not going to throw you out. That'd be crazy. But as soon as he's like, I'm going to go back to work now, they're like, Tim, I mean, Timmy boy, I don't think you do he not work ever, here anymore. I don't think he ever claimed to be going back to work. Well, he right, but that- just I'm just going to visit. Yeah. I'm just going to visit the job I worked at. Also, don't mind these tapes I'm bringing in. Also, I'm not planning anything. <laughs> but I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was so funny that Martin dies. Mm-hmm. I don't even recall what happened to him. They pulled his antenna out. Oh, that's all it was. Well, that's right. and, and they said it could be a reaction to the tranquilizer, too. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they do shoot him with the tranquilizer. That yeah. is pretty funny. Now that I'm thinking back on it, that's the part that I think is really funny is the <laughs> is when they're in the park and he gets the alternator and he's kind of like, well, Tim, I guess this is all that's going to be, you know, like, oh, thank you for helping me with this thing. And then he's just like, <laughs> he's like yeah, no, no, he was mid laugh. Tim had said a joke about having just have his car washed. Oh, and they were right. both laughing. Right, that like big super fake like. <laughs> and then he laugh. just stopped mid-laugh. And like flopped and over and had the tranquilizer forward. sticking out. It's like, whoa, that's dark. I sort like, of, I mean, at the I very mean, least, it, it finally made me like, because I was like, okay, we're actually pretty close to the end of this movie. Is he literally just going to get this alternator and then like leave? Yeah. Like this, <laughs> I, it's strange that this is all the conflict there's going to be. And yeah. I was like, oh, right, the scientists and the, <laughs> the bad guys and all that kind of junk. I forgot about all that. And did you notice that apparently Zoot was the one of the pair that actually paid attention to, like, human pop culture? He knew songs on the oh. radio. Oh, gotcha. And then he also said, excuse me, Arnold, Jean-Claude. Oh, God, that's like, right. <laughs> like, wait a minute, Zoot, you've seen movies? And then Beavis and Butthead? <clears throat> yes. I mean, that can be slightly explained, in my opinion, by the fact that, and fact, you know, very loosely, using the <laughs> word fact, but the thing that I read was that apparently, originally, Zoot was not supposed to be a speaking character. Oh, like it was, ju- it was like living, mm-hmm. but I guess think more like the magic carpet in Aladdin. Okay, like that sort of thing. And it's like I guess so because I mean, I don't know if anybody specifically responds to anything Zoot says. You know, because like throughout the movie, there's plenty of times where they're like, Zoot, what are you doing? But yeah. like that's because he's doing things, and you could ask, you know, you could ask that to your dog. Your mm-hmm. dog doesn't have to be talking to you for you to be like, <laughs> what are you doing? So it's like, does he, does Zoot ever say anything through the movie that somebody specifically responds to the words that Zoot says? Oh. I don't think I, so. There is a line. Tim says, your suit talks. Oh, yeah. And Martin's like almost incessantly. That's right. So I guess that can't be true. Unless maybe it was. That was a post. Yeah. A really quick reshoot when they were like, oh, we, we, he talks now and a yeah. lot. Yeah. It's weird if they don't reference it. <laughs> so By the way, we got to... Wayne Knight to voice the suit. <clears throat> yeah. Which no I mean, one knew. <laughs> uh, but that seems like something that would definitely get like overlooked in that 
kind of thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to add a voice. We're going to add dialogue after this movie's been shot mm-hmm. that has to sort of just like be funny on its own. It has to be its own thing because nothing else is going to reference it. Yeah. So it just needs to make jokes. So it'll reference pop culture. So we'll write those and we'll get Wayne Knight to say it and then we'll go put it in the movie later. And since it wasn't part of the original thought process, nobody thought of like, how did Zoot see movies? Yeah. How does Zoot know pop culture? Yeah. <laughs> it just is and he does and whatever. Do their suits also use 100% of their brains? I don't know. I mean, do the suits have brains? Are they alive? I don't. There's so many questions about this movie. <laughs> And that that really shouldn't have this number of questions. Yeah, at least this weird of questions. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and <laughs> I guess the last thing to sort of talk about is uh, the comeuppance of the bad guy. Because I always love those moments in movies. Like, especially if it's a sort of a sillier movie where there's like, oh, there's that thing you didn't think of that kind of gets you in the end. You know, it doesn't have to be like gruesome or crazy, mm-hmm. but just that moment of like, oh, shit. I mean, you know, take like take like Wayne Knight in Jurassic Park where it's like <laughs> he's the bad guy. He steals the shit. He breaks all the shit in the park and then he gets his comeuppance with that fucking spitter like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. you know, those sorts of moments are great. That one, obviously, way more gruesome. <laughs> this one, though, for Dr. Dr. Coli. Which I don't understand for the life of me why you make that joke in this movie as right. the doctor's name. His name is Dr. E. Coli. Yep. And it's like, what does that have to do with fucking Martians? Yep. <laughs> That's a joke for a movie about like a chef. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand why you make that in yeah. this movie. Like, it's like the screenwriter just had that in his back pocket forever. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm pulling it out. There's a doctor. Bam. Bam. Coli. <laughs> um, but he gets, he gets, I mean, he gets what he deserves. Yeah. Especially because of the, like, last scene is, is his penultimate scene. The scene before the last scene. Mm-hmm. Because it was nightmarish. In, in the way that it was clearly played for laughs mm-hmm. and that this was supposed to be funny and that this was just like, right, everyone, this is the kind of thing we all laugh about, right? Because <laughs> it's so funny. Like, what the fuck? The fact that they go and they find Brace all tied up where Tim and Martin left her and the fucking doctors stumble upon her and then Coli's just like, oh, I'm going to continue to examine her. Yeah. Behind this closed door. I will uh, see you guys a little bit later. Yeah, and she has e- alien DNA on her skin. Yeah, I need to, to check it all out. And, like, closes the door behind him. And that's just supposed to be hilarious, mm-hmm. apparently. That's like, oh, what a rascal he is. Oh, he's going to be touching her and stuff. And she won't be able to do anything about it because she's tied up. Isn't that funny? Oh, kids, wasn't that a laugh? Mm. <laughs> like, kids movie. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's not even like, if this was like a Chris Farley movie, yeah. it would be like, that was gross, but it's like all about like raunchy adult-ish hijinks. So yeah. like, okay. But it's like, this is for children. He was just playing with ice cream earlier in the movie. Seriously. You know, like, this, that's not the, this is not the time nor place <laughs> to make this joke, which is never and never. Exactly. Because <laughs> that is like a, just a really horrible little scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really nasty little moment there, like played as a joke. Yeah, that like, could oh, have been 90s. Cut. Oh, God, 90s. But it does make the comeuppance that he gets. Like it makes it that when the comeuppance comes, you feel zero regret about it. Because yeah. otherwise, you know, it's like, well, I mean, he was trying to find an alien and who wouldn't? And 
mm-hmm. you know, like I mean, he did kind of get screwed over there. But once that happens, you're like, all right, no, it's cool. I no. actually don't care at all that they're probably going <laughs> to imprison him forever as an alien. Or at least, uh, I mean, I don't Until understand how it's going to work. Passes? Yeah, because it's like he he took the gum and he chewed on it and it turned him into a Martian. But then he accidentally swallowed the gum mm-hmm. and like couldn't spit it out and become un-Martian. Yeah. So his own people took him in like, we found the Martian. <laughs> and then they <laughs> take him in. So like, yeah, I don't know. If he poops it, then he'll become human again. Only if he poops uh, it all? Yeah, right? Like, what if part of it's digested? Like, what if it's just gone forever? Like, will it never happen? What if Martians don't poop? Yeah. And then it's like, where does it go? Like, it just never, it just, it just. It just stays in one of his three stomachs. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, God, now he's a Martian forever. Like, well, at least he's horrible. Yeah. So (laughs) you feel like he sort of deserves it. (laughs) So that's okay. Justified curse. Yeah. And then the whole reveal that, like, oh, and the old guy is another Martian, and he's from the old show. And then they cool. both go home, and then Martin just comes back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to live with you forever. Yeah. And I thought that was adorable and a sort of actual fun subversion of how you kind of expect it to end. Yeah. Because you do expect it to end there. Oh, yeah. With, like, and he leaves, and Tim's life is changed forever, but he'll never forget his good Uncle Martin. You mm-hmm. know, the Martian from the other planet. But then that it's just like, you know what? Nope. I'm coming. I'm going to live here forever. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. You're going to miss me. Now we never have to miss each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> how can I miss you if you don't leave? Like, Exactly. It's it's It almost feels like they were setting up for a new a reboot of the sitcom. Right. You know, like, and coming next fall, Christopher Lloyd and Jeff Daniels in <laughs> My Favorite Martian. Like, it might have worked. I don't know. I don't yeah. think they, uh, from everything that I read, there was no intention. Uh, but the movie was apparently a bomb. So it oh. cost $65 million to make. In 1999. In 1999. $65 million. Ooh. And it only made like 30 something. So yeah, it was not a big hit. <laughs> I mean, it's Disney though. So it doesn't really matter. True, but I mean, it also explains why they didn't do anything else with it. There was never a My Favorite Martian 2 or the TV show or the cartoon show or anything Mm -hmm. like that. They were just like, oh, nobody wants it. All right. (laughs) Next thing. Um, But it did. It felt so much like a 90s silly Disney movie. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it being on Disney Plus. It, it just felt right. Yeah. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, you belong in this category. Like, the next movie on the list was, like, The Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen. And I was yeah. like, uh-huh, yep, yep. that's mm-hmm. what this feels like. This mm-hmm. kind of movie, totally. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like, it feels... One day. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so much one of those movies that I am surprised I hadn't seen it. Yeah. Like, that is the type of movie I grew up on. Yeah, like, right, right. how did we not watch my favorite Martian? Like... My parents are of the right ages to have possibly known yeah, what the, known original, the original show. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how this one never made it to our house. <laughs> so strange. Crazy wild I stuff. I figure I, I, you know, would have assumed we would have picked it up at Blockbuster. <laughs> oh man! But I think that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week. We got one more week of Alien Movie Month. No clue how it's going to roll. Uh, We've done so many different ones and there's still plenty of different choices out there that it's like, I really don't know. And we'll figure it out. We might go a completely like new sort of way of doing it, at least as far as like our prepping. 
Yeah, we'll we'll see exactly how it rolls. Like, hopefully it goes the way we think it'll go. But if it doesn't, then it might go a different way. Do you understand? I think you understand. Got it. <laughs> Clear. Uh, but this is Jeff. And Kelly. Your spaceship is double parked in my living room. 